suppose I can, um, I'll figure out what's going on, but I'm sure we can edit this down. We may could have just went into the podcast from where I was. It probably would have been a good idea too, but you know, whatever. Mm. And then I could have edited it, edit whatever, edit, edited whatever out. <laughs> so you've thought about this stuff real well. You're, uh, hip hop Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Oh. I feel like we would go with um, uh, an overall Mount Rushmore and a personal Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Who, yeah. who, who you think, uh, who are your personal four guys that you would have there? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm a little nervous because it's like I don't know. Mine's probably gonna compare in comparison to you guys because you have such more of a extensive hip hop knowledge than mine. But I mean, it's I okay. Down, so. It's okay, man. Like I dig. Like I, I, we tend to, um, you know, just going by what you post on Facebook and things like that. It seems like you've got a a similar style to me, man. Like it's not necessarily like hardcore hip hop and shit like that you know it's a little shit that's a little bit more fun although i think you like that chance album and oof oof i like i like songs out of it uh like when i first initially heard it um like so if i hear an album and i catch like three or four right off the bat that i like without a second listen i'm like yeah this is a good album yeah you know after i go back and give it a really deep listen i'm just like ah like that's kind of what to Rick Ross, like when I first heard it, the first few tracks I actually liked. Oh, when I went back and gave it a serious listen, I was just like, I was, I was fooled, I was bamboozled. Yeah, like, that was that wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. No, that was a bad album too. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, you, you know what I want, man. Like my dream album, though, man. Really, is what's that? Is for uh, um. Kanye to do god damn it. I I swear I put all my notifications on silent, man. <laughs> Let me get this right. Notifications. Yep. It's, all right, but hey, I was just going like we were just talking. I was I'm glad you come back because I was in the middle of talking about what a dream album would be for me, man. Uh-huh. And and get this. A Kanye produced Joint effort between Rick Ross and, and Pusha T. Oh, now that that would be double though. Dude, Kanye, when when Kanye, and we'll talk more about it when we get into the the Twisted Fantasy uh, review. But when Kanye does a beat for Ross or does a beat for Pusha, man, that shit is clean. And the song that they did together on Daytona, I can't remember the name of it. I don't know why. I can't remember. Piano. The name of it. Oh, hard piano. Ooh. Hard piano. Ooh. Yeah, that shit well, that's just like that's just like you know, Frank uh Frank Lucas and, and Nikki Barnes on the track, man. That's just yeah. tight, man. Love <laughs> it. All right. Uh I'm gonna go into the intro. I think I can edit everything down, so I'm gonna go into the intro and we're gonna get this thing started. All right. <laughs> All right. This is Hip Hop Space Force Podcast, episode one. Brought to you by me. My name is Evan and my friend Deshaun. Deshaun, say what's, what's up? up? What's up? What's All up? right. We got a guest here today with us, Herb. Herb, say hello. 
What's up? What's going on? Hip-hop All right, straight. cool deal. We're gonna uh, we're gonna try to do this biweekly. Uh, just uh, some hip hop nerds like talk hip hop, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to do this best of our ability. All right. Uh, <clears throat> um, we were uh, just uh, talking earlier. We kind of did a little uh, pre-game show uh, just between us uh, to kind of get things flowing, and uh, I think this is gonna go all right. Um, uh, the um, you know we're gonna have topics. Our topics today is something I actually got off Hip Hop Twitter, which I really actually can't stand. So I'm going to try to steer clear of that for ideas, but I thought this was a good one, and I thought this gives us a good idea. This will give us all, give the listeners a good idea of where we stand as far as, like, hip-hop is concerned, uh, as far as, like, what we like, what we believe in, you know, what are the things that we, uh, you know, what's our extensive knowledge of the, of the subject, of, of the culture, and of the sound. Um, and that's hip-hop's Mount Rushmore. Uh, I think that we, uh, I think the, the way we should do this, we should be each of us give our, what we think is the all time, uh, Mount Rushmore, uh, you know, I'm factor in taste or whatever, but I think we should put it out there regardless of, of what our tastes are. And I think we should give a personal Mount Rushmore, uh, who are our, who are our guys, who are the guys we would put up there. So, uh. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's a good idea to go with, and I think that's going to give everybody a good idea of where we stand and what we're about. <laughs> uh, so, how you guys doing today? Good, 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 man. Glad to be here. Good, right, good deal. Um, uh, as far as the topic's concerned, man, uh, yeah, did you guys think about this a lot? I mean, how did you uh, how did you get down with it? I mean, let me let me get into your thought process a little bit. Well, me personally, I I last night. Uh, well, since we talked about doing this, I was wondering how I was going to go into it, but I wanted to make some notes. Like, I wanted to actually sit. To the album once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually just just get it get it in my head. Like what what he was trying to get through to the uh, listener and just to come out with some good some good key points in the album that I like and just take some decent notes on it. And, oh, yeah. And basically just to uh just to uh hit y'all with a few a few things that I wanted to I wanted to get your opinions on certain shit too with the different albums that we were talking <laughs> about. Oh, excellent. So yeah, yeah, you're going as far as our reviews are concerned because t- today we're also going to review two albums. One a uh, recent album that came out uh, January seventeenth by Malcolm Miller, uh, "Circles." That's uh, that's going to be our, uh, our our review as far as a recent review is concerned. And each week we're going to do something that's new and something that's old. We're going to also do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy uh, today by Mr. Kanye West uh, as our throwback review. Um, so yeah, that'll be the back half of the show. Front half is obviously going to be Mount Rushmore of hip hop. Uh, Herb, uh, let's uh, let's start with you, man. Let's get guess rights, man. Uh, who uh, who is your Mount Rushmore of hip hop, man? Uh, tell me about it. Uh, I mean, my my Mount my Mount Rushmore is uh, I think first and foremost for me, being born in the '90s. Uh, outside of 
after it's happened. You know, I didn't have a lot of knowledge of 80s rap, so mine's probably going to start okay. in the 90s. Um, Biggie and Pac definitely got to be there. Nice, um, nice. Influential, I feel like, uh, through all audiences, uh, I think they both represent two of the major styles of hip-hop, which is writing and which is uh, quick delivery. Yeah. Where I feel as You there, Herb? Yo, Herb. Oh, he must have dropped. Well, it's, um, it's still connected. Yeah, 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 now we can. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, what is that? What are you about? Oh, well, the last thing I heard you say is you were talking about how they represent like uh, writing and quick delivery, and that's a, that's where we were at. Okay. Um, so I think it's so overlooked that you know, um. During you know so much, there's a lot of violence shown in the media at that time. There are still poets. There are still people who, all right, a mastery really? of a love for the craft. So I feel like the podcast has to be there. Biggie on the other hand is the side of you don't always have to necessarily be the best writing or the most intelligent. Sometimes it's always just being quick on your yeah. feet. And I feel like their music has a lot of representation of not only just themselves, but a lot of what everybody goes through on different sides of yeah, the yeah. world. So those two definitely have to be in there okay. for me uh, to begin that with. charisma, too. I mean, like um, you, can't, you can't, like, like the, the, the charisma that Pac and Biggie had, like, that's kind of like, that's the standard for, like, greats, I think. is like you've got to have that level of charisma, and I think you probably can argue that those two guys had it more than just about anybody. Correct. <sighs> Um, as far as my last two, um, it's four on the Mount Rushmore. No, no, four. You're good. Okay, all right. So, uh, for my last two, that one was really, really tricky for mm-hmm. me. Um, there are people for me currently that are in the game that I would put. I just don't feel like I, um, uh, I should right now because there are other people. Fair that enough. Could. Uh, one of my probably, uh, and it may not be agreed upon. I feel like. I need to do more research into it. Curtis Bow would be up there as considered the grandfather of rap. I think anybody who starts it should be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, they might not necessarily be for skill wise, and I say he may not necessarily have been the very first one. So I need to do more research. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's who I put up there. Um, that would be probably my third one. That would probably be the only one, and I'm kind of like iffy. Fair on. enough. But I think uh, if you're going. I feel like you know if you're going like grandfather, father, I think you probably gotta go with cool Herc in that situation. But I think Curtis Blow is probably, you know, the most recognizable front top, you know, of the beginning guys, you know, either yeah. them or the or, or Grandmaster in the you know, Grandmaster in the Furious Five, you know, I think those are, that's rec- recognizable as well. <laughs> but I feel you on Curtis Blow for real, mm-hmm. especially with those points. Um, my last and um this was so you could put this, you know, any order. Um, and maybe I was more of going more of an image rather than a mm-hmm. person. The first thing I was gonna put on there, it was gonna be cute. Mm-hmm. Um, for the reason of along with Dre, Cube, Snoop Dogg, most of the people from NWA. And I know, you know, Pac did movies too, but not only did they do just music, movies, videos, shows, uh, they moved into very powerful. I guess I guess mogul would be mm-hmm. the word. They moved into very powerful positions later on, and I feel like really either one of those you can put in there. 
like they are some of the people who also again laid the foundation for what a lot of rappers do outside of music as well. Um, so those were the last two I kind of had a problem or you know trouble with because it was it's also my Mount Rushmore. I feel like overall has more to do than just music oh, itself. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. So, you know, whatever advances mm-hmm. the culture, I think is a is a good point to make as well, man. Um, so that's that's my and, yeah, that's and my that's Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore over. Mm-hmm. And if you were to do just guys for personal you know, favorites that you would say, hey, these are the most important guys to me. Uh, who would you put up there? Um, Pac and Biggie uh-huh. still. Another person that I put in there will probably be Wayne. Um, I think definitely Wayne's got to be in there. My personal Mount Rushmore and ironically Kanye would be, uh, be the other only person that I would put in my personal Mount Rushmore. That's what's up, man. I don't think there's anything ironic, un- ironic about... Uh... Kanye West yeah, being on any Mount Rushmore, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's cool, man. That, that's a good list, man. I like it, you know? Like, uh, the Big and Pac thing, I think that's one of those things that, you know, I think you'll get that answer from a lot of people, you know? That's one of those things that you'll you'll hear from a wide range of people, regardless of where they was born, when they was born, what kind of music they're into, you know, this the, the recognizable factor, the factor that they made great music, the factor that, you know, that they were, you know, there when – they the rap was making this push, you know what I mean, and they were such a big part of that push. You know, I think it's kind of yeah, it's something that that, need, that needs to be taken into consideration. Plus the charisma, man. Like it's like to me, like Biggie, like it, it, he he speaks for himself. His his his, you know what he did. Although, uh, I can't remember. I, I'm I'm blanking, but the last album he did, I I wasn't a fan of how puffied up it was. <laughs> you know, it was a, it was really, it really leaned kind of heavy in a lot of spaces on, on, on pop rap at the time. And, but it's still the same. You couldn't deny that the force that he rapped with and the ability that he rapped with and the, and the, and the words he was spit. Pac, on the other hand, I'm not the biggest fan of him as, you know, just a straight spitter. You know what I mean? Like, but there was so, there was so much more to him. Uh, than just spitting. I mean, the the charisma is. I don't know that we've seen anything like it since. Uh, it's it's just right. it's just so so much command of whatever song he was on. So much command of 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 whatever tra- track he dropped. You know, a Tupac song is a Tupac song, and it's gonna be a Tupac song forever. Yeah. You know, ain't nobody else gonna do it. Uh, and I think that's uh that that that's just like kind of like you know, hands of the cement, you know, that's, you certainly got to consider that where Tupac's concerned. <laughs> and that's a, those are both good answers. And, you know, Wheezy, yeah, you know, ah, so much <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that, that Wheezy one for me is like, again, that's like more of a, I feel you. He's so he's so he, means, he, means, he was so influential in my personal generation. Yeah, he means so, so much like, to the South. He means so much to the movement after everything after him he represents so much to the sound uh to everything like to every like the dude was auto-tuning you know basically before everybody uh there was just so much that you know he introduced and 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 brought to the to the to the spotlight what happened here is did, did we lose her oh no we're here all right good good all right all right uh all right deshaun what's uh What's your Mount Rushmore, man? Tell me about it. My Mount Rushmore or the 
the general, like what people. Yeah, think. yeah, yeah. You know, go go in kind of the same mold that uh, Herb dropped in. You know, the overall. Who do you think? Uh, you know, overall, should be overall, and then do your personal. Uh, overall, I think it's probably, of course, Pac. Um, uh-huh. Obvious reasons. Um, yeah, of course. Of course, big. Um. Uh, a lot of people are gonna put uh M, M up there. Okay. And, uh, and I'm I'm personally not uh, the biggest Eminem fan. I'm just more so a, a fan of that. Uh, what was that album? The Eminem I, I show. Loved, I loved Martian. Mar- I loved the Martian Mathers LP, but it was the uh the one with Superman on. Uh, wasn't that, wasn't was that the Eminem show? That wasn't the Eminem. Yeah, it was the Eminem show. It See, I like the Eminem show a lot. Yeah, like yeah. Bones, Bones collapse. Uh, oh, a yeah. lot of yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of songs. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think M is at, is at his best when he's trying not to be so weird, and he's, he's more like going. yeah. When he starts going and he starts leaning on that arrogance of being a good rapper. Yes. Uh, yes. Because he is like he, technically speaking, he the really dude is, is bananas. Like really bananas. Is. Um, like and and I'll say it. Uh, and I'll stand by this to the day that I die. His verses on Renegade, they some of the cleanest verses of all time to me, man. They like, are. They are none. And it's not like it's not that he was saying like the craziest punchlines or mm-hmm. something like that. In it, it's just like. It was just dope, man. Like, yeah, yeah. He was just, just super, super focused. He yes. stepped up to the plate. He knew he was rhyming with the greatest. You know, he knew that he wanted to, you know, shine and to be, like, exist in that space uh, with him. And I think he did a good, fantastic job of it, man. Like, like, yeah. But indeed. then again. The, he's just way too corny, way too often for me, man. <laughs> he, he, he does, and that's that's my problem with him too. Like just the picking on the the boy bands and mm-hmm. the girls singers oh. and all that shit kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't care about that this shit, point. and that shit always was like you know next track for me. <laughs> you know, every time I was just doing, yeah. I, once he started, I was like next track immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. big fan of uh. Big fan of the skill set. Not a big fan of the content. I don't. I don't want to. Mar- I don't want to murder my mom. I'm. <laughs> you know, if that's what he wants to do, that's fine. But that's not me. I don't relate to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't relate to that. And I think like being um, Herb's having a big problem staying. Yeah, he, he, uh, and plus he was R two D two and pretty hard there as well for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know. And I know, like, me being a white guy, it, it seems like I should be able to relate to him better, but I I, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I yeah, don't relate yeah. to the weirdness. I don't relate to, like, the psych. And I know Detroit's like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know that yeah. there's such a – there's such an eclectic, you know, group of guys and such a, such a weird mindset up there that is just, you know, the – just kind of the – the culture of Detroit rap, you know, but it's just not that my... kind of mirrors that, that, that personality. Yeah. But you know, we're Detroit's also got like a nice little, you know, pimping vibe too. And they've also got a nice little, uh, 
you know, they've got a nice little subset. Like Eminem is part of that subset as well to an extent of just guys who just rap their asses off. Like Royce is he's 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 phenomenal, you know. And 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 T Grizzy or whatever his name is, he's he's coming up too, and I think he's he's pretty good as well. <laughs> um that being said, that you got uh Pac Big and I suppose you're putting Eminem on there as well. Him and then uh LL Cool J, man. Uh, he gets oh, he gets overlooked a lot. Yeah, and he shouldn't. Yeah, he You're should right. be like just as far as the hits. Like he, yeah. man, got crazy, uh, crazy number of hits. Mm-hmm. And it's like he's for the he's for the ladies. Yeah, true enough. But he will get in your ass, or, like as he showed cannabis. Yeah, but, you know he he's just a dope. He's just a dope artist. Like yeah, all the way around. And I think together. he's I'm one not, of those. I'm not ashamed to say that I I listen to. It is. Shit. I think he's one of the first guys that that really like stepped the rhyme game up as well. You know what I mean? That kind of led, kind of bridged the gap between like that '80s kind of culture and brought it into the '90s a little bit. Man, I think he, you know, the you know the double entendres and the and and the metaphors and the and just you know the clean delivery and the and the and the speeding up of the delivery. I think he's one of the first guys that kind of moved rap into that direction and I think he has some respect is deserved because he was also dropping hits. So Yeah. Mm. You know, there's that. Uh and, and pers- uh, personally and personally my Mount Rushmore would be um I'm gonna say hold. <laughs> you know it. that is in that because um and as far as just longevity and being a businessman and Making others, putting others in a position to be great and do what they do, and excel like like you can't you 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 can't argue with this shit. No, no. And uh, he said, and, and also when you look at the number of classics, man, the music yeah. doesn't lie. No, you can't, no. You, can't, you can't say anything about this shit. Man. No, so, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with Jay Z, not even for a second. <laughs> So I, we don't even have to go any further with that one, but uh, yeah. I, Pac, with he was my he was the first person that, as far as musically, that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that, like, he, he's just talking about raw energy and emotion, getting you to feel, getting you yeah. to feel every word that he's saying on the yeah. track, and, like getting you evoking emotions. Like that, like that, that that was really what drew me to hip hop and drew me to rap, like in the first place. Yeah, was Pac. So Pac, of course, he was in there. He really is before Ho for real. There you go. So you got Pac Ho. Um, I I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna get killed for this too, man. But I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say Drake, man. Well, I'm gonna say Drake. Uh. <laughs> I'm, gonna say I'm, killed, but I'm, I'm gonna say all talented. I'm here for it. I'm hey, man, you. like I'm not. I can't disagree with you, though. Uh, I can't disagree. You just can't argue with the success, man. Man, man. I can argue with the success, man, and I will. And the fact that the man can stand on any, he can stand in any arena, like mm-hmm. and do his motherfucking thing, man. Yeah. You, like, what? What more can you? What more can you ask for? The, 
Like you can say he doesn't have a a a certified class like like in the books or whatever, whatever. But he does. The man has classics. And we yeah, all I don't know about classics. But, but take care will go down. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll agree. And if you're reading this, it's too late. I think it, can, it can, will go down as a can go down as a classic. Uh, but they'll put really, on it. I the, think the that they're very movie. borderline, and I think if you're reading this, it's too late. Definitely gets an asterisk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, then, no. looking at, then you go to the mixtapes, and you're talking about um, uh, what's the uh uh uh, uh the first one. Comeback Not season. Comeback season. The uh, the one uh he just did the the anniversary for the show. Oh the so far so gone. So far gone. So far gone. That shit was amazing. But I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's we, it was we, unlike a lot of the shit that was going on. At it's time. not. It it's was, not really rap, though. I mean, we talk. I mean, if we going, he was uh, rap. He was rapped. Rap it was rap rapped a little bit, man. It was mostly singing rap. though. It was rap on there. Uh, Ignis, Ignis, I think Drake. Ignis shit with him and Wayne was on there. Yeah. It's like it was rap on there. It's yeah. Just, no, it was just mixed, and it wasn't what everybody. It wasn't what the dudes were feeling at the time. Well, I mean. I don't hate Drake necessarily, and I don't I don't hate Drake necessarily. Uh, I have like a love hate relationship with Drake because I feel like Drake could be so much more. Uh, but he's so intent on selling as many albums as he possibly can. I and, think what you I think what you you're set on is. You want him to rap. Oh, rap. God. I want him to rap, and I want him to rap about things that make sense to him. Like, I, I don't buy the tough guy act. It doesn't, it, come, it doesn't come across good to me, man. I buy I the, really I buy he, the does the, he does. He does. I buy I the arrogance. I, I buy the arrogance. I'm good with the arrogance. I like it. I, I'm always I good with he, it. I think he just attacks when attacked. That no. and then people and to some people that might be off-putting, I don't understand how, but it's like he he ex, he explains and accepts the fact he's not street, he's not a hood dude. Well, I mean, he, he does try to like hype up this kind of OVO mafia type <laughs> mentality. I mean, I know that he's kind of uh, you know, he's mixed in with the cat down in Houston pretty big, and I and, and I get that, and that 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 should give him a little bit of swagger and a step. And, I just don't buy it, man. When you hear the man talk in real life, it's like, come on, man. Because yeah, he wouldn't. To me, I don't. He's proper because he, he uses good English. I don't understand what's wrong. I mean, I feel I get I get exactly what Evan's saying. Like the whole not buying the tough guy act. Like when when Drake say that, you know, like you know, example, uh, niggas think it's sweet. It's on site. Yeah. I don't buy that no. from Drake. But what I do buy is the fact of that you have that mentality now um, because of just everything that you've been through. Like, I don't feel like, you know, as much as he may not necessarily be the tough guy, what other guy could he be after so many shots have been shot at him? Exactly. Like, you can't be. No, I feel like there's a way to go about it with a a way to portray the arrogance without trying to act like you're a gangster. And I think he tries to act like he he may not do it a lot, but he does it enough that I cringe when he does it. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I I'll agree. I, I kind of see it as a part. Fair enough. Well, I, I mean, mean, he's cool. I, I, just, he's... I just 
it's dope to hear hear what he does with shit a lot of the time when he goes into that bag. So the I, man, he's got he's got a super 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 good team that understands the sound that goes with him. Uh, although I think his last three or four albums have been absolutely terrible. Um, everything since if you're reading this is too late has been bad bad to me. Um, Take care was fantastic. The one he did at. Oh my was, god! Oh, hold up, hold up. We gotta, we gotta stop. Hold up. Scorpion, Views, Scorpion. I thought it was terrible, man. It I was, thought it was terrible. What? Yeah. What? I get. Now I, I would say tell terrible. You this, I think it should have been condensed. That's yeah, true. definitely. I was about to say this, but I, got, it, I was about to say I think it was much better had it, it been condensed, condensed into, into one album. One album. Yes, that was, like I agree with that. But terrible? No, 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 no. no. I, if I were to rate it, I would give it mid. No, Reggie, as fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you tripping? Views, views, Reggie as fuck. Uh, the little, Rippin'. the little shit he did with the controller. Uh, with, yeah, Reggie. One bro. It's just not, I, I mean, I think that's just kind of the the Drake thing is where you and I just aren't going to see eye to eye. I mean, I think I think it's just what it's. It's a feeling, it's a yeah. vibe. A lot of the times, it's just mood music. Sometimes too, I get but it. It's like you're more so of that guy. You want somebody to be saying like some impactful shit a lot of the time when they when they rapping. And I agree, I like, feel like he's got the platform to do it too, man. But he shies away from it so much, man. Like he talks a lot of shit in interviews, but his music never addresses anything. Like, how does that man stay out of the Black Lives Matter movement with his music completely and totally and utterly? And not say yeah. one word about it, man. Yeah, it's like, dude, come on, man. You have to address this stuff. You're too important. You're too big in the culture. You have to say something sometimes, man. The yeah, music yeah. itself is just too politically relatable and it's too like if he did it imagine if he did it Deshaun yeah imagine if he did it imagine all the dudes hating and he did some one song that addressed matters at hand yeah yeah and that's it I'm not saying I agree with that but I will say this too like I don't know I don't know what he what he does off camera or off I don't either and that's more important and that's more yeah. important in the long run. Yeah. Um, so I like so I I won't kill him for for not saying something in a rhyme or whatever because mm-hmm. like it's really it's, it's really more for entertainment like just, yeah. just and he's that type of artist he's more of an entertaining artist like he he wants to see everybody dancing he wants to see everybody turning up he wants to see you no know, everybody yeah. just enjoying life and and, and enjoying the moment. And that's like that's all I took him for at, at one point. But you, of, of course, everybody wants you know you want your artist to be able to and say you know say some shit, some meaningful shit. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. say some shit that relates to what you're going through at the moment. And yeah, and I I, I think he's that. relatable in a lot of ways yeah. as far as that stuff's concerned. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Herb, what are you are you watching TV or something, man? What's going on? <laughs> No, it's just I'm outside, oh. so that's the only place I'm not servicing and acting up. Can you hear a lot of cars? Yeah, I, I don't know. I hear something. I it's, it's, I thought you was watching um cops or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh 
No, I'm just outside. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to see if I can connect and I go back in. All right, that, quiet. yeah, you do you. All right, now you had uh, you had Hove, Pac, and Drake, uh, and you got one more. What you got? One more. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, give me and I and I really don't have him over J Cole. Like in just the in the head to head battle, but as far as just the long run, I do kind of gotta go with Kendrick Lamar, man. Ooh. And that like right now, like for you to just drop your first three projects, and a lot of people debate on whether Four. they're uh, classes or not. Like some people. Say, well, those people are wrong. Yeah, they they. I think I. I <laughs> but I got I got friends that say that. Like, that uh, To Pimple Butterfly is not a classic. It's not a good album. Or... That's a disgusting. That's a disgusting yeah. opinion. I, that's <laughs> I, I completely agree. I like just man. I don't even want to go into that. But yeah. like him dropping just the, the first three albums to be as great four. As they were. Four. Section eighty was out of control. <laughs> yeah, Section eighty was out of control. I think that's kind of looked at as like the. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. I though. thought we would count that as a like it's oh, not you thought thought that as, a, as an EP. You thought he was leaving. Damn, I'll it, 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 it. I feel you. <laughs> no, no. Nah, uh, also, I, I like so, Section 80 better, and I like so. That. Wait, one question: uh, Untitled, Unmastered EP, or was that, that considered an album? I it's not still to me. Like a, it's, uh, to me, that was more like a uh, that was more the like B sides. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's to, to me still it's better than everybody else's shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, it more, it was okay. Like yeah, I mean, I feel that playlist. Yeah. I mean, it was what, 12 songs? Yeah. So I think it was what, about technically long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, because I didn't know, I didn't even know Section 80s was on the list because I always thought considered Section 80s. I didn't even know that was considered. Uh, I thought that was EP slash, you know, unofficial studio album. Yeah, yeah I think that was like more so. But I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Section 80 okay. fire. I still don't see how you don't put Kendrick above J. Cole. That, that blows my mind. No, nah, like J. Cole is just like, for me. I know you really, really More like relatable. Him. He's more relatable. And he yeah. just, to me, he's a better lyricist. Ooh. But you know, that's, I, I, that's don't think Jake, I don't think J. I don't think J. Cole's bad. I just think Kendrick is. You know me. I just think he's. Yeah, I just think, think he's insane. I think, I think Kendrick's lyrics they call is a better flower. Like, that I may mean, be. I'm in, I'm in that may be a good with, point. Yeah. Like, can't can't put Kendrick or Jake. I can't put Kendrick over J Cole. I can't put J Cole over Kendrick. It's impossible to do it. I feel like me personally. Oh, um, it's just when you hear a J Cole album, it's just like when I hear it, I'm like, how can I not consider this dude possibly one of oh, the greatest to do it? And I'm a huge fan of J Cole's. Big big fan. Yeah. It's. It just, I feel like you can't. There's, they haven't done it, in, and this isn't a slight to either one. They haven't done anything to yet to be able to put one over the other. Yet. Yeah, I feel like they're right at neck and neck. And yeah, I, I, like I feel like I feel like Cole. He has his his classics too. Like, and you look at from uh, Friday Night Lights. That that like that right there. Was I'm a big amazing. fan of his is his first uh, major label uh, release. Um, Fuck! What was the name, dude? I can't uh, think of it. The sideline story. Yeah, I'm a huge, fan, huge yeah, fan of that album, man. Huge yeah, yeah. fan. 
And I know that, like yeah, a lot of people was, that shit was a fire ass album. A lot of people don't look back on it as fondly as I do, I think. And I it's 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 up there for me. Like to me it's Forest Hills Drive and then it's that for me. Yeah. 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 The irony is I feel like it's it's Born Center and Forest Hills Drive is the main reason why Sideline Story isn't talked about as much as it yeah, should yeah. be. Because when I feel like you had those albums before, it's like it's like those albums were just so good that it's like you can't help but forget. And not to mention, Kendrick also came out with Good Kid, Mad City, I think within four or five months yep. after that. So I feel like that kind of sidelined J. Cole's album a little bit, no pun intended. Uh, I feel like they really put J. J. Cole's album on the back burner that year because I don't know I don't know if Deshaun talked with you about it, Evan, but me and Deshaun talked about that, you know, J. Cole a lot. Mm-hmm. And right when Good Kid, Mad City came out, we were just like, we can't, like, it just bumped J. Cole's album out as our favorite album for the year. And we were both had the that, same opinion about that. And I feel like that's unfortunately that album, to why, me, uh, ugh, it blows my mind. Every time I listen to it, man, it blows my mind. Yeah, it, it blows my mind, man. Just the absolute, like, like just not just, the, just not just the fact that Kendrick is who he is as a rapper, as a rhymer, as a lyricist. Just everything and the way it all flows together from start to finish. Like, even the way, like, you know, you, you hear, like, backseat freestyle and you're like, wow, this is kind of out of place, but then you listen to the whole album and it's like, nah, Backstreet Freestyle was perfect. It was perfect where it was. It was perfect for what it was. It was a dope song. Uh, it's just perfect. Like the whole, I, I don't know. It's like we'll we'll get. I'm, I'm sure down the line we'll get into Kendrick. It was a good we'll... part. It was a great part of the movie that was Good Kid, Bad Like oh, me, man. that's what I looked at that whole. He says a, a movie, a fucking so, movie. Yeah. Special job. Dang, dropped out again. He might have to go outside. But, right, um, but yeah, that's my four, man. Um, personal? I bet. That's, that's good, man. I like it. You know, Drake. I knew he was going to come up. I knew it. I was preparing for it uh but you know it is what it is man like you can't i can't look at drake and say hey that's a dude yeah. he's not a he, i'm doing i'm out here now everybody hey may, maybe you just maybe step back outside uh uh her i think it's better to deal with the uh with the uh i'm back here now. cop cop show than go we can barely get, make <laughs> you out right now okay and you'll just keep dropping so you know and okay, i want to get out i want to I want to make sure we get your opinions in on the albums and whatnot. But yeah, like I said, like Drake is not a bad rapper. He's definitely got talent. He's definitely got skill. He's definitely got charisma. He definitely has a certain amount, a certain level of swagger that is undeniable. And he's got more slaps than the Beatles, man. So you can't really, you really, you really can't, uh, you really can't hate on that. You know, he may not be my thing, but he is certainly somebody's thing. Um, all right, now my Mount Rushmore. I'm uh, my overall Mount Rushmore. 100% starts with. I'm gonna start with somebody I feel like should be very obvious, and I'm gonna end with somebody who who, who may not seem that obvious. Uh, and then the two in the middle, I think, kind of speak for themselves. Uh, Rakim, first and foremost, Rakim. The way he pushed the sound forward is undeniable, and I think. Like a lot of people will give more credit to Nas and, and, and Illmatic. Uh, but to me, what Nas did was kind of like the start of 
something that was already in the works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Nas drops Illmatic, Biggie comes out. You know, all of a sudden that New York sound is there. That style is there. Everybody's there. Uh, and even to the point, you can even uh, look back at uh, uh, another rapper who's also on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, at some albums that he was doing at the time, Scarface. He was uh, he also was delivering that flow as well. You know what yeah. I mean? That flow that flow was out there. He was doing it. Uh, Illmatic, of course, was uh, you know just kind of launched everything into the stratosphere. But I feel like rappers were working on that at the time, whereas they were working on it because Rakim did it. Uh, yeah. the, his his rhyme style, uh, his delivery, his cadence, his everything just threw the eighties out of the window and, and say, "You don't live here no more." Uh, and I think at that point, every guy that was out at that point was like, that's how I want to rap. That's how rap should be. That's what I want to do. And that's what happened. And that's how everything moved forward. <laughs> um, it's pretty much a staple in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, you go back and you listen to that shit, uh, even to this day and it sounds fresh and it sounds new and it sounds great. You know what I mean? It's, you know, Eric B and Rakim always deserve their respect. <laughs> um, second place uh, on there for me, and this was tough for me because it was down between Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Um, and I think you'll you'll see me do this. The, you'll see that I have a bit of a trend here with my first three as far as uh, regional is concerned. Uh, I want, I, you know, I got Rakim representing the East Coast sound and I got, uh, and I'll have Dr. Dre up here for the, for the West Coast sound. Um, Dre is, you know, you, the, the the NWA movement uh, introducing the world to to Ice Cube uh, and 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 MC Ren, you know, like you know, two guys that were just uh, phenomenal uh, rappers, lyricists, uh, you know, just guys that were out of control. Uh, and then the things that he started to do after that with Death Row Records, the movement that he had. Uh, the chronic is, I mean, you know, that and Illmatic, I think you got to consider those as the first like new era type classics that we were all like, you know, people who were kind of on the fence about rap music were like, oh no, we kind of started it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think Dre, the sound, uh, as far as him as a rapper is concerned, and I'm not, and and the the last guy on my list is going to be in the same mold. Uh, as far as rappers concerned, he certainly, you know, nobody's gonna put him up against Rakim or Nas or Jay or, or M or any of these guys who are considered, uh, monsters of the game on that level. Uh, but the, you know, it was still cool. It was still clean. You know, I know a lot of people wrote for him, but that's not my point here. I, my point with my Mount Rushmore is how did they move hip hop forward? Um, and I feel like, uh, Dr. Dre with what he did from a sonic level, what he did from uh, a rap level, what he did from introducing the world to, to, to Cube and, and, and Eazy-E and MC Ren and, and, and freaking Snoop Dogg and Warren G and that whole West Coast sound, you know what I mean? Like, does Tupac... Mm-hmm. Well, who is Tupac if Dr. Dre doesn't exist? You know what I mean? What did I mean? I'm not saying he still wouldn't have made it, but would he have made it the same way he did? 
you know what yeah. I mean, with the same sound that he did, you know, would he still be the same guy? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I think that that's something that that really needs to be considered a lot when we talk about Dr. Dre. Um, and then Scarface. I mean, it's it, 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 it may be the most underrated rapper in the history of Earth. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the he's got you know two or three definite classics. Uh, you know the Diary, the, um, fix. the fix is oh, oh. man. Get, like funny. I was going, I was going through. I was trying to. I was trying to uh, to to the, there's an option to put clips like short music clips, you know. And we talked about like maybe put one of your songs in as like the intro song. Yeah, yeah. And anchor anchor lets you go into uh, Apple Music and kind of um, grab a song and get like a short clip off of it. And I went it, it showed my top 25 most played songs of all time <laughs> on Apple Music. And uh, I, I, which I've never seen before. I mean, uh, Apple doesn't do that whole Spotify thing where they show you all the all your data and whatnot. But I'd never seen that before. And guess who's back is my number one all time played song on uh, on Apple Music, which doesn't surprise me. But it, it, it's it's cool to see that uh, whole uh, you know that's that's what you listen to because I love that song. It's it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, just Kanye, Jay Z, Scarface, Beanie, like that whole. Ugh, I love that. Song. Yeah, that's I, I, I love that song. Um, so Scarface, like, and you know, like he doesn't get the credit as far as like the flow is concerned, right? Like he had that futuristic flow, um, really before. Uh, you know, he was dropping that shit really before Nas ever came out with uh, Illmatic. You know. Uh, yeah, even yeah. even back when he was with the Ghetto Boys, that flow was undeniable. You know, uh, I've always heard like people say the the thing that they didn't like about Scarface, like pundits say the thing that they didn't like about Scarface. And I remember Teray from Rolling Stone uh, interviewed Jay Z one time, and Jay Z was like, uh, he was like, "Who were the guys that inspire you?" And Jay Z was like, "Scarface." Like one of the first things he said was Scarface, and Teray like cringed. And was like, yeah, but like, it's just all these years of not having, you know, never really switching the flow up. And it's like, dude, he was ahead of his time with the flow before, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, he, it ain't about him switching his flow up at this point. It's about everybody else catching up to what he's doing. Yeah. Because he, he's doing it on the next level at that point, you know what I mean? And, and did it for years. And then. You know, of course, shortly thereafter, he came out with the fix, and then and this, and Jay Z was like, "I don't care what he's flowing about. I it's listen to the words he's saying, man. Like listen to the listen to these street tales. You know, listen to the listen to the to the darkness, to the violence, to the struggle. You know that this Scarface portrays. You know what I mean? This is a, this is your this is your eyes inside the streets. You know, this is your you know he's the hood reporter, man. Like you know." Just the Ooh. tone in his voice, and, uh, like just the way he says shit a lot of times too, man. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of command, a lot of charisma there with him as well, and I think that that's uh he's he's on him and Pop. They, they of that same me. ilk to me. Him and Pop, yeah. they're, they're of that same cloth when it comes to like command. Oh, and your oh yeah, definitely. And, and they respected the hell out of each other as well. Big respect yeah. between those two. Uh, they were great friends. Um, and then um, number four 
on that list. And this, I just regardless of how I feel about him today, personally, <laughs> uh, as a human being and really with his music, uh, although I think, you know, a, a career that has, has landed, that has lasted as long as it has and has constantly reinvented itself to sound amazing over and over and over and over again. Come on. Has to be taken into consideration, but Kanye West to me deserves that four spot on Mount Rushmore, and I'll tell you why. I think that the things that Kanye did, you know, with the music, with the sound, um, not a bad rapper, not a, not one of the, not a, uh, a all-time great or anything like that, but very you know, funny, charismatic, very, you know, uh, clever lyricist. Um, but I think the thing that really he just threw the doors open on, and I know there's a, there's a lot to argue about um, when you talk about vulnerability in hip-hop. Uh, I, I think there's a lot to argue as far as, like, what Pac, Pac brought to the table, what even Eminem brought to the table. Um, but to me, those guys were so con- contradictory, uh, with their rhymes. You know what I mean? Pot would say, you know, one album, you know, one record would be Brenda's having a baby and the next record would be, uh, you know, toss them up. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you know, there was such a, you know, and, there, and I'm not mad at Pot for it one bit, but I think, you know, it kind of, he, 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 he spent as much time trying to remind everybody he was a tough guy as he did trying to let everybody know that he was vulnerable and emotional and things like that. He was a man. He was a man. Yeah, he was a man, and that's fine, and I'm good good with that. Uh, But I think uh, as far as Kanye West, especially his early works, the kind of shit that he explored uh, with regards to mental health, with regards to, uh, you know, acceptance, you know, with regards to just not being your typical – gangster rapper you know just by being a person that was relatable on a level of you want to slap the shit out of your boss because your job sucks yeah. type guy you know what i mean and I, making yeah. a lane for for a new generation of artists like to yeah it's cool to not be street it's cool to just be yourself exactly and, and that's the realest thing that you can be is yourself man yeah. like and i don't i don't care how many dudes you shot, how much, you know, dope you pushed. And, and, you know, I love a cocktail as much as I love anything that, you know, Kanye's done. But the I feel like his music, his content, his sound pushed hip-hop forward in yes. ways that are significant enough for him to be considered one of those people that need to be on hip-hop's Mount Rushmore. And yeah, sure. uh, uh, to me, like, there's two guys that I don't, I, I, I will, I, I won't debate. It's for me, there's no convincing me otherwise, and that's Kanye and Rakim. Those other guys, I could easily put uh, Andre 3000 in Scarface's yeah. place. I could easily do yeah. that. I could easily put Cube or Tupac in Dr. Dre's place. I could easily do that. Um, that being said, those were the guys I went with. I felt like they were the best. They were the best option for me. Uh, but Kanye and Rakim to me are the are, are solid on my list as far and as you know overall. What? 
I'm kind of I'm mad that I I believe I had him mm-hmm. at, at some at one point on my Mount Rushmore, and I I tripped. I should have had him on this one. Let me yeah. remove Kenny and put Ye in that place. Uh-huh. And then Kenny will probably work his way up. If he drops another uh, a fucking other classic with his next album, I'm yeah. just going to go and move Drake out the way and put Kenny <laughs> up there. It's pretty, uh, he's pretty automatic yeah. at this point, man. If he doesn't drop another classic, I think. And, and to me, like, uh, to be honest, man, um, Damn has not aged as well for me as – Good kid to Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, I still love the album. Uh, if I were to rate it today, I would probably give it a fire rating and not a moon rock. Uh, yeah, it's to be a, it's, honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but still the same. It's high fire. Uh, it's high fire. I think what he did, and I think he's got an agenda with everything that he does. Um, because I, it, I think it's like, hey, I'm listening to the streets here. I'm listening to the feedback. It's like. Mm-hmm. He did Good Kid, Mad City, and it's kind of like, you know, he has a line where, you know, you wanted to be a, wanted me to be a more conscious rapper or whatever, so I gave you to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, man, he did that to an extreme level, right, uh, with Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like with Good Kid, Mad City came out, you kind of got that vibe that, man, listen, let's not do this right now. We can have a Kung Fu Kenny uh, fucking – uh, whole show one day, man. But I'm, I, I swear to God, I'll talk about yeah, we for hours. Yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta stop myself where it keeps going. Uh, anyway, uh, personal, um, <coughs> hip hop Mount Rushmore for me. Um, first and foremost, Andre 3000. It's there, it, I, it's just me. Like, I liked rap music, uh, as a kid, my first. Two tapes that I bought was the DOS Effects, uh, uh, self-titled and Cooley High Harmony. When I was like nine years old, my aunt took me to Camelot, and that's what we got. Uh, I got like Rexon Effects. I got like all the little like you know the shit that was popping off back in the day. You know, I would buy those little singles and shit every time I got a little three or four dollars to spend. Um, but at the same time, I was into like you know punk rock. Uh, punk pop, you know, the green days and the off screen offsprings, just like any other good white suburban kid would be at my age. <laughs> and then uh Outcast uh because I miss Southern I had to go back to Southern playlist and uh Cadillac music, but they dropped AT aliens and then I was I was done. I was done. Like it was over. My hook the hooks were in me. I was never going back. I mean, I still listen to everything. Don't get it twisted. But my entire day, especially with the job I have now, I'm able to listen to music all day long. And it is uh, 97% hip-hop music at 38 years old. (laughs) I I listen to rap music all day long. And I I have Outkast to blame for that because they showed me that it was more than, than this kind of, because let's be real, there was a lot of mindlessness growing up. A lot of the whoop, there it is, is, and a lot of, a lot of rump shaker and a lot of, you know, we, we lived in the age of two live crew, you know what I mean? Like for, yeah. there's a lot of mindlessness out mm-hmm. there that was just fun. Uh, and I liked it, but at the same time, you know, you're kind of like uh, an emo, you know, teenager and, then you hear something that's real and is 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 in depth and is soulful and is funky and is groovy and is 
Oh, oh, just so grabs you. Yeah, it's just oof. Like the whole thing, and it was southern. It was so fucking southern, man. And it's just, oh, it, it just, it represented what I want to represent it. It gave and you I an identity. It. Yeah, exactly. It, it totally molded me in music forever. Uh, I, you know, I, we've talked about it before, but like, I've, you know, I discovered George Clinton. I discovered Curtis Mayfield. I just, I discovered Marvin Gaye. I went back and learned about things I didn't know. Even I could probably, I heard Andre 3000 talk about Johnny Cash after Johnny Cash died. I went and got a Johnny Cash album <laughs> and am still to this day a Johnny Cash fan. Like, because, it, of because of Andre 3000, man. Like he's he's number he will be and always will be is and always will be number one on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, Jay Z on yes. my part, Jay Z. Like uh, like you can't like when I was a kid, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I think Volume Three gets massively overlooked. Like I feel like people are like act like one like reasonable dial one two and then volume three didn't exist and then went straight to the blueprint like nah volume three was dope man volume three was this: do you do you consider it a classic i in my mind yes in my eyes yes i think volume three is a classic like snoopy track to this day i i can't get enough of it uh you know we that shit had big pimping uh, like there were was, so many songs on that shit, man. That uh, was the one with Dope Man on it. Was. It had Dope Man on it, man. Hope floats, man. Get on uh, floats, man. Oh man, Volume Three. I love Jay Z. Like Jay Z, I had to have a discussion with with somebody on a website one time that I like a me- internet message board, and they were like, you know. And Jay-Z isn't that, you know, deep or anything like that. And I think, like, he's a lot deeper than he gets credit for. Uh, he could cert- he certainly, like, he proved with, uh, with, the, with the meat track he did recently. Um, yeah. yeah, he's still, he's still it, elite. Oof. Yeah, and that, that, that whole verse was, like, from not just from a, hey, I can still do it standpoint, but from a substance and content standpoint shit he was talking about uh you know the guys he's still 50 years old still dope yeah Uh, and it's just he's he's grown he's he's grown over the years i'm not like there 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 was a long stretch where i didn't really fuck with him after probably the dynasty album yeah uh, going, I didn't, I wasn't, I, I don't hate the Black Album, but I do not consider the Black Album a classic. What? Uh, yeah, I, I know. What? I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Get me. I mean, if I got to go with public pers- perspe- <coughs> perspective or perspective, Lucifer, son of the money. I'm not saying there were songs I didn't like. I'm not saying there's songs I didn't like. But there's a lot of stuff that was just way too pop for that time, and I need there to be a little bit of grime on Jay Z. That uh, wasn't grime enough. The, uh, no, the, uh, too many songs, man. Like thirty-eight special. God bless yeah, you. No, 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 no. These songs you're speaking of, dude, I love them. Like you're not. You know, I, there's different songs I love, but the stuff that he was dropping felt like he was taking the 
the old Eminem route, like the singles he was dropping. I felt like he was taking the old Eminem route of like dropping a bunch of like bullshit to get people to come listen to his album. And I feel like at that point, Jay-Z was so solid in what he was doing. He was so well-renowned. He was so, everybody knows what to expect from Jay-Z. You didn't have to drop dirt off my shoulders. You didn't have to drop, uh, you know, all these little singles that he was dropping that just were way, Encore was, uh, I hate that song, man. It it makes me crazy. Encore was amazing. No, not to me, man. That was that, it felt like he was riding Eminem a little too hard on that album, man. No, Encore, the Encore song was really just him his exit is like he, he has too many too many arena songs man and and that's what that's Eminem what you, that was the thing that was uh, like, that's yeah because that's what Eminem was doing man and I ain't with it man I wasn't with it I didn't like it that wasn't my thing you know I thought Encore was a terrible song it wasn't my thing public um, service announcement oh it's a dope song love it I mean there's a lot of dope shit about the black album I'm not denying that it's just not a classic to me. I don't like the shit he put out. Uh, you know, when I got there, there's a lot of shit I like. I, I hated the shit he put out, um, if that makes sense. Uh, and then after that, like Kingdom Come, the whole little run, all the way up to 444 probably. Um, you know, I didn't, you know. But that first half of his career, Reasonable Doubt, Volume 1, 2, 3, Blueprint, Dynasty album. Uh, come on. Like I, I was, that's all I wanted to do was listen to Jay Z when I was that age, man. That's it. And, and still him, to this day, I go back. Being that this like, like he really, what he's doing is setting a new standard. Like he's just, oh yeah, he's making old man you rap. Can, you can you do can this still, like, yeah. and you know they they had this stigma like you people look at people being rappers or if you're not at a certain point or you're too old to be rapping or different shit like that. It's like, man, they, this is the only genre where folks do that and they say stupid shit like that where you're too old to be rapping or why are you... Yeah. Like, it, it's like people don't go through shit at, at different ages and different stages at, at their life and they can't express that in their music. Like, Yeah, that's the like thing about see, rap music and I feel like that's what a lot of things Kanye addressed as well, man, is it doesn't have to be this. You know, there's not this template. It's a very express, like words are your instrument. There's nothing more expressive, expressive in this world than words are. And yeah. rap is such a, words are such a primary focus. The lyrics are such a primary focus of what's being done. Even though I feel like a lot of this new age shit kind of, a lot of it, I'm not saying all of it, because there's plenty to like right now, but a lot of it is kind of like whittling away at the words part. Yeah, it's not not really, it's not focusing on like the, it's just more so just the vibe and the feeling it gives you. Exactly. And you know, when I go back to, there was a lot of shit I listened to when I was a kid. Uh, Like I, I get like the whole, future and young thug thing even though whenever that topic of mount rushmore was brought up you would not believe how many people put future and young thug on that mount rushmore mm-hmm. it was unbelievable i was like what the fuck man well, uh, probably be born after nine i mean uh 2000 or so. maybe i don't know but still the same you know that's uh they're they're i get that though like i had the shit that i would ride and smoke weed too, and 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 that was that. You know, that was when that shit got played. You know what I mean? 
yeah. when I was a kid, you know, and I feel I feel like a lot of the stuff that is hot right now is probably the same shit as back then because that shit sold a lot out, you know, the No Limit stuff. Like, I nah, that shit was junk, man. The No Limit shit was junk, man. There was a couple of guys here and there that dropped nice things, but for the most part, it was bad music. Uh, yeah. But it hit. It hit yeah. in the car. The shit pounded. Uh, you had shit like the Dayton family. Three Six Mafia, Dayton for family, the most yeah. part, was garbage for the most part as far as, like, just being able to, you know, rap. Those guys were very, you know, they they rapped fast, but they were really weren't saying much of nothing. Um, but still the same, you know, that shit was hit. I loved it. When I was a kid, I loved that shit. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dayton fan love that shit. You listen to try putting on fuck being indicted right now. Try listening to that shit right now. I dare you. You'll feel like you. <laughs> you'll feel like you must have been an insane person in your life to have listened to that ever. <laughs> it sounds like legit serial killer music. <laughs> <laughs> but ask to be real. All right. Well, uh, Andre, uh, Jay, uh, Kendrick. It's just that. I I love that dude, man. He's he's let him do another classic album. Let him do another one. And it's I, I ain't taking no more arguments over it. I'm not arguing with nobody else. I'm not I'm not entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much solidified. I'm not doing anything. You know, it's it's over, man. The dude knows what the fuck he's doing, man, and he's got a great team around him. Uh, TDE, that whole squad is awesome. Their their whole group, man, from from Q to J Rock, absolutely, Isaiah Rashad, bro. Oh my He's goodness, dope. that dude is badass. Uh, and then you got like Zakari, and you got uh, SZA. You know, oh, that whole squad is just super good, man. Dreamville, super good as well. By the way. Dreamville, they, they on their ass. They oh, Dreamville's ass. whole to me, it's like you, TD's camp, Dreamville's camp. Uh, <laughs> I you know, Jid, right now that's it though. I, I mean, I fuck with Jid so hard it's unbelievable. Like I, ugh, I love that dude's shit, dude. I love DiCaprio too. Um, and then Griselda, uh, that is you, know, you know Benny and and Westside Gun and. You know they're they're dope too, man. Like they got some nice guys. Uh, like Royce and them, then having those guys on his album, like he did, like that West Side Gun song, Overcomer. Oof, oof. Yeah. that song is so good, <laughs> man. Lord, and that guy, like the way that West Side Gun comes in, you know, all we did was slang, dope. You know, just a whole his whole sound, his whole voice, his just the way it goes with that beat is just so perfect. Uh, uh, but there's other guys out there like Denzel Curry is, is, is super dope, man. Uh, there's just so many guys out right now that I really do like and respect. And I think that, you know, that that's the, that's the big thing about this era of music to me is that these guys are, um, they're sticking to their guns about as good as any era that I can remember, that I can remember. Uh, they're not like the Dreamville camp ain't really stopping and you know falling off and trying to go do some super poppy shit. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. TD ain't stopping and you know they're they're they they've got their vision. They're gonna make their music. If it sells, it sells. If it don't, it don't. Uh, but lucky for them, the shit selling. 
because there's a lot of hip hop nerds out right now, man. There's a lot of there's you know a lot of people who respect it, and that are just dying for that shit. That are just you know let Isaiah Rashad drop an album tonight, man. It'll be, uh, you know it, it it'll be platinum by Tuesday, you know. Hey, send, uh, uh, send Herb another uh, invite. Man, I've I've sent him a hundred. You you acting like you can't get back in. Um. Uh. All right, Kendrick, and then. Number four is going to be a little bit different. Uh, DJ Premier. Oh. Uh, I'm, and I know that that I didn't specify, you know, whether we should put Rapper. like rappers or producers or anything, but I feel like the way Premier's fingerprints have been on so much of my favorite shit over the years, from Illmatic to the, you know, to Reasonable Doubt. The blueprint to all the shit that he did with Gangstar to uh, just, you know, shit like shit he did with Common, shit he did with fucking uh, just uh, Kanye, the shit he did just definitely a top, top five. But I mean, his sound to me is there's so much a, a reason why I love Kanye, early Kanye, especially. Uh, so much is because that sound is so that, similar that sound, that particular sound, yeah. to Premiere. Yeah, that soulful sample type shit. It really brings those Premiere vibes to me, man. And it's a lot of the reason why I really like the production on this new Royce album is because I feel like he really, really, really leans on what he's learned, but, you know, working so closely with Premiere over the years, man. And because yeah. Royce is such a perfect, you know, thing for uh, that type of beat. Yeah, for that type of beat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep inviting him, man. I don't know if he's going to make it back. I've invited him a hundred times. <laughs> All right, uh, but, you know, that being said, those are our uh, Mount Rushmore's overall and personal. I think probably for the overall, the theme would probably be pretty big into, uh, you know, Pac and Big or, or probably the guys that, you know, between the three of us probably deserve to be there the most. I could easily – put either one of those guys on my list as well easily you know what i mean like it, it you know this you know what, what what can you say hadn't already been said about those guys uh they're they're tremendous uh i wish we'd have got more of them you know more out of them than we did for sure <laughs> um so uh and on a personal level you know outside of drake everybody had really good ideas on that as well so <laughs> Good job, boys. Good job. <laughs> All right, now uh, we're, let's move into the album review uh, section of the show. Uh, this actually took that actually took an hour and ten minutes for us to do that. So we need to do, we need to go through these reviews pretty quickly, man. I don't yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody's gonna listen to us for two hours. <laughs> for no two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and this may be the best part of the whole damn show, but we've done we we had to condense it. Uh, anyway, um, we're. What we're going to try to do moving forward, I don't know if we explained that at the beginning. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. Uh, but uh, we're going to try to do a very um, – he's saying he can't connect back, but, you know, the show must go on. All right. All right. Uh, now, um, that being said, we're going to try to do something new, something old, Uh as new as possible in future shows. Uh, I'll check the list. I got an idea for our next throwback album, by the way. Um, okay. I'm going to drop it on you after we do the, the throwback 
today or after we go into discussing what we might do next. <laughs> um, but that um, uh, the new what we're going to do is not really brand new. It's it's a, it's a couple months old at this point. I guess we could have done the Roddy Rich album, but you know, I feel like the Circles album is a little bit more important. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to do a throwback album every week. So, and and it's going to be Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy this week. So let's get started. Circles. What's your take on circles? Circles, man. Um, I, I, I really, I enjoyed the album. Honestly, I thought that it sounded like he was, uh, of course, it seemed like he was going through a lot of shit at the time, but mm-hmm. things like he was just spinning his wheels on a lot of shit. Like he, he didn't really know exactly where it was gonna land him or how he was gonna get there. But it sounded like he did. He was coming to a, a, a point of acceptance, though. Like in that first song, "Circles," it, it seemed like he was getting to that point where he just was accepting who he was and and where he had got. Yeah. Like whether it was good or or bad, indifferent, whatever, he just was you no know, uh, comfortable where wherever he was at, and uh, yeah. so I like that. And then it went into a complicated, complicated. Uh, it seemed like he was really like it seemed like he he had he had something against aging or growing old. Mm-hmm. That's what that's that's how it came off a little bit. And uh, it just really seemed like he was the he was the type of person to just deal with being in the moment, and and when the future comes, that it comes, and however it is, it is. And, yeah, uh, I feel that. Yeah. So um, and that's like complicated was one of my favorite songs on the project too. And yeah, uh, it's a dope song. Going into uh, then it went into Blue World uh. For me, it was like that. That was like the pick me up, yeah. From uh, from the like the negative feelings, uh, like the, the palate cleanser, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, fuck all the bullshit, and you know, just don't trip. Basically, it was like the the theme of the song. Um, good news, dealing with uh, it seemed like he was dealing with some internal issues, but it was like putting on putting on a front for others. Yeah, you know, but using it seemed like he was using. Uh, I don't want to sound out of line. But it seemed like he was using some kind of, you know, drugs to escape that that feeling. Of, well, of, I think that that's something we got to discuss when we talk about his album. I mean, he did the dude died from a drug overdose, so it's not yeah. like like is it, right now that shit kind of goes hand in hand with the music that we're hearing. So we which ain't got no, I, yeah, which is why I was saying I you know not to be out of line or just the uh, out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. But it just seems like on that on that particular song and throughout the al- album, it seemed like he was uh, referencing drugs a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he always did. He always did. Yeah. Yeah. And you would know more than me because I, I I'm not a huge Mac Miller fan. Like I just recently like got deeper into it. Like I heard a lot of yeah. his stuff, but I wasn't just into his his music. Yeah. Like I but uh. Yeah, it seemed like he like on that on that song in particular. It seemed like he was just you know just trying to get away from shit and using that. And towards the end of it, and I dare I say, it seemed like he was uh, leaning towards suicide. 
if you listening to the words, like you said, uh, maybe it's not so bad on the other side. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of like, uh, I didn't know how to take that, but yeah, it felt I like that's you. what it was talking no, about. No, no, I think, I think when you get, when you're in that deep, you know, and I, and I don't know, I only can go by like interviews with friends and things like that. People say he didn't want to die. Uh, and people say that he was his sobriety was a was a was a weird thing because he would go sober he would be sober for a while and then he would get bored mm-hmm. and then he would start using pretty heavy and there you know is he obviously had some you know if you listen to swimming and listen to circles you 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 know that that there was things in his head that were going on that you know he was dealing with for sure you know and that's never a good mixture when depression and drugs come together you know that yeah Yeah, that's just constantly you're looking for the you're looking for the that dopamine hit and you're manufacturing it with drugs uh because the depression doesn't allow you to have it in general so you know it's you know a a person especially a person that's into shit like drugs and like cocaine and painkillers like he was you know that's those are the things that take you man you know we don't take you you know so yeah yeah. but yeah yeah, go on but yeah, it uh, like it just seemed like even though it it did, the album had like this solemn tone and it just seemed like he was down. It had his ups too. It's just mm-hmm. ups and downs or whatever. And uh, songs like everybody it seemed like that's that's kind of where it went up a little bit. It's like he was saying like life is short, but enjoy it regardless of your situation. You no, know, love if that you're song. Still breathing is it, like it's a blessing. Yeah, to still be here. So enjoy your mm-hmm. life while you have it. Mm-hmm. You know, just deal with the rest as it comes. Um, then uh, hand me downs. That that seemed more like a uh, like a relationship song. Like you, I don't know if he was dealing with something like at the moment or something that had happened in the past. Yeah, but well, to I, me I that's that... a happy song. To me that's a happy song. Yeah, it I think is, like it it, the hand me downs part is like we talking about when he when he's referencing jeans. I think that's a dope way to say that we're a family. Yeah, like well, let's start a family, right? Yeah. Let's let's turn these jeans, our jeans, like not our necessarily jeans. like what we're wearing, but jeans, yeah, into hand-me-downs, like make a kid or make a child or make a family. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was cool. I think the dude that sings the chorus on that, uh, I'm interested in what he's got going forward. I, I thought that was, I thought he's got a really dope voice, really dope style. Yeah, he does. Uh, he's like the only feature on the album as well. He's an Australian cat. I can't remember his name, but I mean, he's uh, I I, I like what I heard from him. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, that um, that's pretty much uh. After that, it kind of like I I wasn't like too high on it after that. I think um, hands was kind of out of place on the yeah. album. Not just because of the rap; it just sounded like it just wasn't. It didn't fit that particular project. Yeah. And um, you know, after that, it just like it was. It was a um, the songs weren't bad after that. It just didn't catch my attention too much. Like that first that first so, half was better than the last half, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it was. Um, I can definitely feel that the strongest side is definitely the first half. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I get to my grade. I I, I say high grade, man. That's uh. It was a great ass album, like. But really, I'm more um, depressed because I wanted to see where this new form 
that he was getting into was going to take him. Like, what was the extension of, like, this this thing he was building on right now? Yeah. Like, that I, that was really interesting to me. Cause I always love when artists, um, you know, explore. Yeah, yeah. Hell like, yeah. Like, they, they get out of that ba- out of that one, like, sound or style, and they try to do different shit. And that, like, that was a, that was a dope exhibition of that, him doing this on this album. Even though he's not, like, the best singer, it, it was still, like, it still sounded dope. Yeah, yeah. It fit the music perfectly. It fit the vibe perfectly. It fit whatever he was trying to get across. I felt and like he, 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 he's got, like, a really, like, a dejected, like, lounge singer in a way that, that yeah. maybe isn't, like, you know, technically, he doesn't have, like, a beautiful voice, but the way he chose the music and the way that he went with it just works, you know, it just yes, works yes. and I'm, I'm good with it. I, I could have listened to it. Uh, you know, I, I, I could listen to that shit forever. Uh, anyway, what you know, keep going. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta score for it or, or where are we at? Yeah. I said, um, I said high grade. Mm-hmm. High grade. So you give it like a, um, like a fire grade. Like by the that's way, a fire. yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. So, fire. so like uh, explain this to it. We got a four point system. Our system is, uh, fire, mid, Reggie, and trash. Uh, for albums, we also have like a designated uh, 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 rating for classics, uh, which is Moon Rock. That will be uh, the, uh, the 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 designation we get for classics. I hope we don't toss that out a lot. I think we probably will do that a lot on the throwback reviews. Um, yeah, most definitely. But it's also a good yeah. idea to go reviews and um these older albums and and try to see if they've aged as well you know what i mean and, yeah and, and see if we still consider them classics today so uh i think that's kind of that's going to be kind of cool uh going forward um so you would give that a fire uh circles mac miller from deshaun gets a fire rating fire on, uh hip-hop space force podcast um, me personally, I absolutely love that album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, I really like swimming. I thought swimming was really dope. I really like for, for a while now, I really liked what Mac's been doing with his sound. Um, you know, good AM is kind of like this exhibition of him as a rapper. Uh, and it's a really dope album. I really like, I think he's a good rapper flow. That's kind of similar uh, to Andre 3000 in a way, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it's funky. It's, it's kind of, um, I don't know. It's not really too much. Uh, it, it just gets point across. He's a cool, he comes across as a cool dude, a lot like Andre did in his music. You know what I mean? It's like, you feel like those guys are like cool people. You know yeah. what I mean? It does not, a, not a lot of corny lines and that doesn't try to rap too fast and end up like, putting corny shit in there just to rhyme shit together. You know what I mean? He stay, he stay steady, good cadence, good delivery, uh, good sound to me. Uh, Matt and good. AM. He had a lot of good features weekend with Miguel. You know, he had the shit with the, the song with chief Keith. That was pretty dope. Uh, the divine feminine, I think is fucking super funky, super fucking good, super great. Dang with Anderson pack is one of my favorite songs of all time. Bar none. I love that fucking song. Uh, and then, you know, you got uh, um, 
swimming and you got uh and now circles and circles is a bit different uh of course in a lot of different ways um even when you look at it from a rap standpoint is it really a rap album um if there's i looked at the breakdown on it. hip hop by numbers is a is a nice twitter account to follow i think they said that, that he raps in like right at 20% of the album and the rest is singing mhm <laughs> which i think that kind of takes it out of the rap album category in general uh he does do some rap i actually like the rapping he does on hands uh i honestly think that it that song does kind of fit well into the album because i feel like outside of really circles um that even though that there's a constant theme of like struggle and depression uh throughout the album i feel like outside of circles that every song has like he he manages to put that point across while also having like an uplifting feel about the music yeah uh yeah. which to me is beautiful um it it, it 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 it's really like you're coming from a you're 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 giving you're talking about something that's kind of dark and hard to talk about uh it's, and, and personal on his level but at the same time you're giving it you know you're making sort of a, it, you're making it, it easy to listen to exactly giving it a vibe that's just kind of like in a lot of in some ways fun feeling you know as hard as that to say even like good news man that beat is so you know, relaxing and and, yeah. and and calming, and it's just good, man. And he actually, you know, John Brian, who is a who's a who's a famous producer. He's worked with guys like Elliot Smith, and um, uh, he actually worked with uh, Kanye on Graduation. Uh, he's you know just considered a super producer, pop producer, and I think this album, in a lot of ways, is really pop influenced. Uh, a lot like. Uh, Tyler's last album, uh, Igor, uh, was, you know what I mean? Like it was, it's, it's more of a, not in a, you know, not in a sense that this is popular music, but it's just got that pop vibe to it, like that pop feel to it, mm -hmm. um, to where like the songs are catchy and, and, and the got good hooks and they feel good and they sound good and all that stuff, you know, and Brian really, you know, they say that the album was, you know, 90 ish percent done because he was working at, on it while he was working on swimming. Um, so, you know, most of this was Mac and John together working on it. And then John kind of polished it off at the end. Uh, that's why it sounds so finished. You know, the yeah. album sounds complete, you know, and you don't really get that when you get like a, 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 a pope. Yeah. Yeah. When you get something from somebody who's passed, you know, usually that shit sounds very thrown together and bad. <laughs> but this album to me is amazing. It's his best album for me. Um, now there, the, the albums leading up to it, uh, I liked the direction they were going in, but in a lot of ways they were kind of hit or miss. You know what I mean? You'd have four or five songs that were really, really great. And then you that were, you know, borderline bad. Um, and I think this one front, to back was incredible. Like, am I, am I, uh, you know, what I do is I kind of work with a number system for each song, right? I go from the top and, 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 and I give like, a, if, if, if something scores an eight for me as a song, uh, then that is an accomplishment, right? Because yeah. 
you know, it's easy to have, you know, two tens and ten fives. You know what I mean? But if you can yeah. make an album that's consistently eight or above. Eight, eight yeah. Uh, I, that's an accomplishment. And I feel like this album, without a doubt, um, from song one circles all the way, you know, through to surf, um, is is every song is an eight or better for me. Uh, I like the vibe. I like the sound. I like. I feel like it's kind of like a, a, a giant hug from Mac, you know, in a way, you know, like you, you, you saw the struggle, you felt the struggle, but at the same time, he was still that type of, he still managed to give off that vibe as that person who was like a fun-loving, you know, happy type of person who was just dealing with some rough shit. And also through them, through the music, I don't feel like he wanted to die either through the music. I feel like he wanted to get past this. Uh, I think Circles was a, was a song that kind of was like, hey, I just keep fucking up, you know? I, yeah. I, I, I try to do different, but I just keep fucking up. And that's something that can get you down. But at the same time, you know, you never really want to stop trying, you know? Regardless, you'll just keep drawing circles. And I feel like, uh, well, not that you would want to stop trying. It's just the thoughts that that you have in the moment, in certain moments of depression, or like it, that. There's just a part of um, him creating and being an artist. I think he just, yeah, he put that, he put that there. I I felt like in that uh, in that particular song, um, he was throwing them, those hints out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I feel you. I'm sure he had suicidal thoughts. No doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but I, to me, I, it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like the way that he addressed the issues along with the way he, the music he chose to sing those thoughts to, I feel like it was, it's kind of like I'm down, but I'm not out. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm down, but I'm, I'm still here. You know what I mean? And then I think it, like, I, like you said, it's super, super sad that this hap- that this album happened. And then we don't get to see what go what happens next, uh, because I, I I watched the interview with with Brian and um, I think I can I'm not sure if it's Brian or Brian I think it's Brian actually and he said that swimming and circles were the first two parts of a trilogy like he was gonna go he was gonna make a third album that was gonna be rap hip hop just like swimming was you know in that sense like he was going like this was kind of like the break that he was going to take, but he was going to go back. Cause he's a rapper. You know what I mean? Like that's what he does. Yeah. And he was going to go back to that, but still in the same mold and the same theme of the, of, of swimming in circle and circles were, you know, uh, sort of like a trilogy type album. And I would have been interested to hear that, man. Like the dude grew, you know, he very well, uh, uh, um, very well could have just leaned on that whole old school, you know, I'm making these, these things, um, you know, these hits because he made a ton of hits early on, but they were also kind of like mindless that were, uh, you know, not very deep. And the dude like just grew with his music and grew 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 into what became circles. And I think that, you know, it'd have been nice to see where that took him afterwards. But yeah, we're going to take a break. Hey, state, if you want to, if you need to do something, 
stay it just stay here right because how long are you trying to break for i'm sorry gonna be for a minute because she she's working yeah she, she needs to like she uses it for her you know what she does so she back and forth and texting the shit okay all right well let's let's do this um yeah i guess we we'll have to we'll, we'll end it and then we'll come back and do my beautiful dark twist fantasy and we'll see i'll see if i can edit the two together i think i may can i think uh, that, that what i was saying it'll give you some time just to edit this one and just look and you know See what what you like and whatnot, and then we right. can... definitely. All right, well, we'll get back. Um, sounds good, man. All right, I'll catch you uh, whenever you're done. All good, man. All right, brother. Yep.